All right, let's get this show on the road. <laughs> Hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unearthly, a podcast where we talk about true crime, paranormal, and just things not of this world. I'm your host, Kenley, and I have an interesting little mini episode for everyone. <laughs> you can't see me, but I'm doing that like little, um, like I'm, I'm tapping my fingers together, you know, like a, like a evil villain would. I'm like, <laughs> like, you, you know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to explain it. I need to check my volume really quick. So uh, pause for a second because I forgot to check my volume before recording. <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> we're good. I had to make sure that my audio was okay. And normally I do like a check before I record or start recording. And I didn't do that this time. The uh, thing where the, it shows like the audio or like the volume of it, it just looked really low and I was worried. Do I have to like adjust this? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. It seemed fine, so I'm hoping it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it sounded okay off of my laptop when I played the audio back. I feel like I should stop it again. <laughs> God, we're doing great today. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> the audio is perfectly fine. I'm just not wanting to mess this up. <laughs> but hello. I'm going to bring my laptop and stuff closer because I can move my little setup, my TV dinner stand setup desk thing. <laughs> um, but hello. Welcome to Unearthly. Like I said, I have an interesting little episode for everybody. I was in the middle of yawning when I started saying that, so that that's the kind of voice that you guys get right now. Um, but yeah, how are you guys doing? I hope you're doing good. I hope we're doing really well. I've been working on the podcast, doing a bunch of research. And I'm going to get some good bit of recording done today because I want to be ahead <laughs> of the game. Uh, and I'll definitely do a lot on Friday. I mean, tomorrow for sure. Or technically today when this is released. I get that so confused sometimes. But I'm going to definitely record a bunch because I want to have like everything set for, you know. Because um, actually me and my dad are taking a trip soon. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know we just got back from our long trip, but me and my dad are going back down to Florida um, while my mom is also in Florida, but she'll be somewhere else with the family. Uh, they're going on like a birthday trip and me and dad are just going to go back to Disney because she's going on a trip. So why don't we? <laughs> so we're going back down to Disney, just me and him. And we're only going to Magic Kingdom and then we're coming home. <laughs> It's just a weekend trip. So it, I won't be really gone where it will affect the podcast. So, yeah. I just wanted to say that in case it did affect it. I don't know. I highly doubt that it will. I just can't stay away from Disney. Magic Kingdom, like, just Disney World in general is just amazing. Like, I can't... I. I, I can't stay away. I should totally do a Disney episode where I talk about some creepy stuff about Disney. 
Like, because there is some creepy stuff. Like, I mean, with everything, there's going to be creepy stuff involved. Oh my god, Loki, please don't do that. He just appeared out of nowhere and tickled my foot with his stupid little whiskers. Hi! Did you come to say hi? You always know when I'm recording. When I'm not recording, you're, like, far away from me. And then you come here. Okay. We're, okay. But I, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind doing a Disney episode, like a creepy Disney, dark Disney. <laughs> um, but I think we're just going to hop into this episode now. <laughs> I've already talked for four minutes about randomness, but we're going to hop into this. Um, I might reach my 20 minute mark now <laughs> with my four minutes. Um, if I don't reach my 20 minute mark, then that's okay. My 20 minutes are basically the maximum amount that I set for many episodes. Well, like an hour is the max for regular length. Anyway, let's hop into this fun, creepy story, fact or fiction kind of like thing. Uh, we don't know if it's true or not, but we are going to talk about uh, a very, like it's uh, a maritime story that is very curious. Most maritime stories, um, you always hear about like ghost ships or sea monsters and stuff like that, like the Kraken or something like that. Like that's what I think about when I think about maritime stories. Um, and most of these stories, like these tales originate from centuries ago. Uh, but this story happened a few, like a few decades ago. Like it was a good while ago, but still like based on, you, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the SS Orang Madan. I'm guessing that's how you say it. Orang, Orang Madan. I don't know. Um, but so the story starts with the report. So depending on which report is accurate, um, most of it is similar, where a curious radio message was received by numerous ships traveling along the Straits of Malacca. Malasa? Malacca? I don't know. Um, uh, situated around Sumatra and Malaysia in either June 1937 or as late as February 1948. Um, at the time, the or origins of this SOS message that was, like, the radio message, uh, was, were, was not known. Um, they didn't know where it was from. Uh, this message itself was divided into two parts separated by Morse code that could not be deciphered. Um, eventually, though, uh, those that received this message insisted that the transcript went, um, so beginning of the quote, I'm going to do like what Ryan Bergara does, like the uh, start of like starting the quote. <laughs> Just, um, all right, so I'm going to read the transcript. All officers, including the captain, are dead, lying in chart room and bridge, possible, possibly whole crew dead. And end quote of that beginning. And then the second part uh, started, I die, is just what that second quote said. I die. Uh, nothing else was transmitted after this message, after this very creepy <laughs> sort of message, just saying the whole crew could be dead. I die is probably pretty terrifying in, in a way. It's very odd. Um, but two ships, both American, picked up the message messages and felt compelled to investigate. I mean, who wouldn't investigate um, after receiving those kind of sort of disturbing messages? Um, with the help of British and Dutch listening posts, the coordinates of the vessel uh, thought to be transmitting was found. 
the vessel uh, that the transmission transmission came from was a Dutch freighter called the SS Orang Madan. Um, so with that, an American merchant ship. Loki, hi. Okay, I get it. You want to be in the episode? You want to be in the episode? Here, you stay right here. He's he's literally just sitting here. You gonna stay here? I would let you up on the couch, but I don't know if you're gonna pee on it. Hi. <laughs> oh God. Hi. You gonna? All right. You're gonna stay here with me. All right. Um, an American merchant ship called the Silver Star was sent to the coordinates, uh, and given the content of the distress call that was received, the captain of the Silver Star wasted no time in heading to uh, the location of the Madan, which I would hurry to. I mean, well, yeah, I would hurry because it's someone's safety or other people's safety, perhaps... A dangerous situation but then again with the whole dangerous situation idea i'd be like oh do i want to go do i not <laughs> um i wouldn't be in this profession i know i wouldn't um several hours later uh the lookout on board of the silver star spotted the ss orang madan and even as the cruise sh- the uh ship uh took out a rescue ship and pulled alongside um, the Madan, there were no signs of life that could be visually seen from that. Um, all efforts to contact the crew from the rescue ship failed, which ended forcing the Silver Star captain of the ship to create a search party to go onto the ship. Uh, so the moment the search party boarded the ship, it was clear that those, the, the SOS message that were received from the ship were horribly accurate like terrifyingly accurate loki where are you going i don't know if that one door is closed and i don't want him going in there come back come back come back in here please i'm recording an episode and i don't want to get up i don't want to pause i already paused twice today can you not all right (laughs) anyway i don't want him to like leave all right so the messages like i said from the ship were horribly accurate like it it's terrifying and it's an odd like description but it's like creepy like it it's one of those unsolved or fact or fiction cases that makes your skin crawl um so the corpses of the dutch crew lit were littered across the decks of the orang madan uh the victim's eyes just stared ahead with this look of horror um and their faces had this look of sheer terror just on them according to the report and uh their arms looked as if they were trying to fight something off um not even the ship's dog escaped the terror of what had just taken place and when the dog was found uh it was reported that it looked as if he was in the middle of snarling or growling at whatever had caused this when he had died um so it's just very odd the captain of the ship was discovered on the bridge of the ship the remaining uh, remainder of the bridge officers were found in the wheelhouse and the chart room. The operator, uh, the radio operator who supposedly sent the distress call, was found at his station, dead. Like everyone on the ship was dead. Um, the engineering crew was also found at their stations with precisely the same expression on their faces, with the terror, horror, like all that stuff. 
Uh, and during the search efforts, uh, the rescue party noticed several things that struck them as odd. Loki, stop. Um, the local temperature uh, was in excess to 100 degrees Fahrenheit. But uh, members of the team felt an ominous chill coming from somewhere. So it was like, it's 100 degrees there, like it's hot, but there's like this feeling of like cold. Um, another mystery was the conditions of the victims. All of them were dead, but there were no like injuries on them. Like there was no, like say if one had been shot, there was no uh, injury or like, I don't know like, bruising or anything like that. There was nothing. Um, the ship itself also didn't appear to have suffered any damage. It was just all confusing and odd, the whole uh, scene. The search party uh, of the Silver Star returned to their own ship and made the decision to tow the Orang Madan back. Um, however, it was only when they tethered the ships together that they discovered smoke uh, below in the number four cargo hold. I'm sorry if I sound like I'm, like, doing something right now. It's because Loki is being annoying. He's, like, trying to climb up on my leg. And his nails are really sharp. And it hurts. Can you not? Seriously. <laughs> Go away. Please. Please. It hurts. It really hurts when you do that. Thank you. Alright. Um... So when they tethered the ships together, they discovered smoke was happening <laughs> below the, well, in the number four cargo hold. With, uh, within seconds after they severed the tow rope, the Madon exploded, basically getting rid of every single bit of evidence. And it, uh, well, not really single, every single bit of evidence. I don't know if they actually found the ship, but supposedly the ship sank to the seafloor after it had exploded. Um, the first official mention of the incident came from the United States Coast Guard in May 1952. In addition to the witness testimony of the state of the crew members, the account added uh, rather grim details. So uh, here is the quote. Their faces upturned to the sun, staring as if in fear. The mouths were gaping open and the eyes staring. End quote. <laughs> Uh, one of the arguments that uh, counters the truth of the event came from the registry of the Orang Madan. Officially, it appears that the ship never existed in the first place. It, it's crazy. <laughs> um, the Silver Star, though, was a real vessel at the time of the whole Orang Madan happening and stuff. But the Silver Star was operating under another registration. Uh, in contrast to those... Um, those that believe in the Orang Madan story insist that the registration of the ship uh, or uh, the registration of the Orang Madan ship originated in Sumatra. Uh, at the time, Sumatra was a Dutch colony that formed part of the Dus Dutch East Indies. Uh, in Indonesia, in, in Indonesian, uh, Orang Madan means man. No, oh my god. Orang <laughs> means man. And Madan is the largest city on the island of Sumatra. Hence the name uh, of Orang Madan literally means man from Madan. Uh, but there are no records that back this up. Hang on, we're going to pause and take a drink of water because I'm thirsty. Mm -hmm. 
nice, nice, nice. You guys better have taken a drink with me. Um, even uh, Lloyd's shipping registers and the Dictionary of Disasters at Sea, uh, which is from, uh, that dictionary is from 1824 to 1962, and there is no mention of the Orang Madan in that. So it, it's just like an odd ghost ship story. We don't know if it's fact or fiction. If it is fact, then it's crazy. But it's, like, creepy and cool. Like, it's, like, really interesting, but, like, very disturbing. Like, what would it, like what caused these men, every single man and a dog, on this ship to die? Like, freezing them in fear. Like, there is no logical explanation there's no injuries on them no nothing like they are frozen from fear basically and if it is fact that's insane if it is fiction it's a cool interesting ghost story like i i love the the story of it like it's a horror kind of makes your skin crawl sort of story like it's a campfire story to tell your buddies basically um but i do believe um yeah yeah uh, there's a game called Man of Madon, um, and it is actually the first game in the Dark Pictures anthology, uh, and it is actually from the creators of the Until Dawn game, if you guys have ever played Until Dawn. I didn't play it, because <laughs> it's a horror game, and I'm not big on horror games. Like, I'm not good with horror, but I will say uh, the Man of Madon uh, is available on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Steam, and Xbox One, if you guys want to play it. I looked, I, I was like, yeah, there's definitely a video game while I was doing my research, and I looked it up, and I was like, yes, I knew it, because I remember seeing gameplay of it before on YouTube a long time ago. Not a long time ago, but you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, speaking of video games, I have thought about, like, setting up my Twitch, and playing video games, but I only play on my PlayStation. I don't play on my laptop. I don't have a gaming computer, but I, I have my PlayStation. I don't know how to stream from that, though. Uh, I don't play horror games, but I would totally play them on my Twitch. Like, just playing horror games would be really funny, because it would be me freaking out. Or I can play, like, fun, relaxing games and be a comfort person instead of me screaming. I just think it would be funny. Like, I don't like horror games or movies, but me playing and watching them on live with a bunch of people would be really funny. I, I don't know how to set it up, uh, but I will find out one day. It just sounds fun. <laughs> like, it sounds really fun to just mess around and play horror games. I'll play, like, Dead by Daylight, which isn't really, like, a horror game, but it would be fun to play with friends. Um, I've also thought about playing Friday the 13th, which I've watched gameplay of that before. Um, I'm trying to think of like other horror games. I really, <laughs> I really want to play. It's not really scary. I don't think it's scary, but it's called um, I'm on observation duty. <laughs> I want to play that for some reason. <laughs> I watched gameplay of it. And it just looks really funny <laughs> instead of scary. But it's more like a memory game where you have to remember uh the rooms and what's in them and what things are placed where things are at. You know. And I, I think I'm I think I'm decent with memory, so maybe I'd be able to be good at the game. I don't know. But we're gonna uh, we're gonna end this episode here. 
let me know if you guys would be interested in the idea of me streaming and playing horror games or any video game or watching movies on live. Like, if you guys are interested on it, then I'll get, I'll try to set something up <laughs> somehow. It would be fun. Um, speaking of social media or just any type of media, you can find me on Instagram at unearthlypod22. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at unearthlypod22. And guess what? You can email me at unearthlypod22 at gmail.com. Um, I also have a Ko-Fi, which can be found in the show notes. Um, I'm not saying that you have to donate, but it would be a great help. I want to start treating this as a job. Um, I want to set up like Patreon, but I don't know what to put on there. Uh, I might move the mini episodes on to Patreon when I do that. I, I don't know yet. I don't know what to do for like bonus stuff. I don't know. Um, I just really want to start treating this as a job because I'm enjoying doing this. It's fun. I mean, I feel like it would be cool. I can work on this, my writing. Um, I have a, uh, speaking of like job, sort of a job, I have an Etsy. Um, right now, all I have available are bookmarks that I make. Um, uh, but eventually, uh, once we get more viewers and stuff, I do want to start doing unearthly merch, like fun stickers and pins. I actually found a company to do the pins and stickers, but I don't know if I'm going to go with them or my, like, one relative uh, can do that stuff. Like, he has, like, a print printing shop or whatever. And I've thought about doing going through him, but I don't know how long that would take. I don't know. I just want to start getting stuff out. Like, I really want the hard enamel pins. Like, I love pins. I have so many pins, <laughs> um, but I, I do, I would like to get some pins and stickers made, maybe some patches too, like have iron on patches, <laughs> I don't know, that'd be just fun, anyway, uh, you can find my Etsy in the shop notes actually, in the show notes, uh, not shop notes, but show notes, um, you can look me up on Etsy if you would rather do that. <laughs> Don't make fun of me for my shop name. It's literally my my username. It's A It's Ken, uh, which is spelled A Y E I T S K E N N N. <laughs> Three N's. <laughs> but if you want my Instagram, that's four N's because I wanted the A It's Ken. It's also the same on my Twitter, but three N's for that. It's confusing. Um, but we're gonna end this now. We have exceeded past my 20-minute mark, because we're at 22 now, but that's only two minutes. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful day or night, wherever you are from or when you're listening to this. Just have a good rest of your week in general. And I love you guys so much. Like, y'all mean so much to me. And I will see you next week for our regular weekly episode on Wednesday. Because it's Wednesdays now. Yay. <laughs> anyway, bye-bye, my unearthlings. Bye-bye. <laughs>